If you're lying about the small things that don't mean anything, of course you're going to lie about the big things that are going to mean everything. Uh, welcome back to the Shake Podcast. Your host, Derek Van Shake, and no co-host again. We are still looking for a co-host. I have gotten a few responses from you all. Some of you all want to be a co-host, which is awesome, but I think a lot of you may live a little farther away from Denver, so you can't really be here live, and it'd be so kind of sad to like have seats and microphones and headsets, and even coasters here if you're watching, coasters for drinks, and no actual live participants. So if you are in the Denver area and think you'll be a good co-host or a good guest, just send us an email or an Instagram message or one of those, and we'll see if we can get you on the podcast. But yes, the verdict is in on the Johnny Depp Amber Heard defamation trial. And it turns out that, yes, as everyone pretty much predicted, Johnny Depp won, and he won pretty solidly, too. Uh, he won on all counts. Amber Heard won on one of hers, but just got a small amount of money. Johnny Depp won $10 million and $5 million, so that's 15 But on one of the counts, a judge reduced it because uh, it had to be, it was just maxed out on, I think it was compensatory damages or something, um, that couldn't be more than $350,000. So Johnny Depp won $10 million plus $350,000. Amber won the two. So if you subtract the two from that 10, whatever, you come up with $8,350,000 is the winning for Johnny Depp. Pretty solidly he won. And, and that's what we want to talk about. How did Johnny Depp win and why did he win? And some of you are going to say, oh, well, Amber Heard lied. Well, yeah, clearly. <laughs> clearly, she was not very truthful in everything that she was saying. Last podcast that we had here, one of the things that we said was that, hey, if Amber Heard is making all these claims, because this was before Amber Heard finished her testimony, and we were like, hey, I want to hear Amber Heard's testimony and just see what she says, because she's making a lot of crazy claims about Johnny Depp. And we specifically said, if Amber Heard is making these outrageous claims about Johnny Depp, you need to have evidence that will back it up. You need to have people that are willing to come forward and say, yes, I saw it. I saw it. You need to have that because if you don't, then it's just you're just asking the jury just to believe you and just believe everything you're saying. And when you're as bad of an actor as Amber Heard, it's not going to go over too well for you. Like we said, where are the people that Amber Heard claimed Johnny Depp uh, did this in front of and also even did it too? I mean, she, she claimed that some that he grabbed someone's wrist, wrist so hard that um, he was trying to claim that he was going to break it off of the, the girl. Why didn't she come forward if that happened? Where was she? And apparently, according to Amber, Johnny Depp uh, did that twice. One to someone like, like, I think it was one of her friends, and one to a flight attendant. Where are they? You can't make these outrageous big accusations, these major claims, and just not provide any evidence to substantiate it and back it up. If you're making very big accusations, you better have big evidence to back up your claims and not just a sob story that you're just hoping the jury's going to buy. I mean, it was just plain and simple 
Johnny Depp had more evidence, more people that were just like, no, I didn't see anything on Amber. What the heck is this? <laughs> What's going on? I, I, I never saw anything on Amber. Johnny Depp had person after person come forward and, and say very similar things over and over and over. And Amber Heard, the one who's actually showing that, you know, says that there are instances of this, she had very little, if at all, evidence, you know, that would actually tie whatever she's saying uh, uh, to actual physical hard evidence to substantiate the claim. Sure, she had pictures, but that could have been from Botox. It could have been from falling down the stairs because she has two left feet. It could be anything. It doesn't have to be because of what she was claiming Johnny Depp did. It's just really uh, shocking how little evidence she had for such outrageous and massive claims that she was making against Johnny Depp. Um, and yeah, I mean, some of this, I think, um, was just just wanting to uh, hope that the jury would uh, believe all women. It's like, I'm a woman and you should believe me because I said it. <laughs> That's not how the court of law works. Sorry, it's not how it works. Um, you actually have to provide evidence to prove your side. I don't know how the attorneys actually allowed for that. Maybe that's how Amber Heard got her attorneys. And that's why maybe some of the more experienced attorneys didn't want to actually do the case because they're all like, I'm not touching this. This is crazy. You have nothing. You have no evidence to back up your claims. What's your evidence? You know, no evidence, virtually nothing. And yet she, you know, insisted on going through or, I mean, something like this really should have been settled. I mean, that that's how I look at it. Amber Heard, I will put out a statement saying that this never happened. I got caught up in the Me Too movement and I said some things that are not true. Please, you know, accept my apology. If she would have done that, I think, especially initially, you know, early on when she started to claim all this stuff against Johnny Depp, if she would have done that, I think most people would be like, oh, all right, man. I mean, stop saying untrue things. <laughs> but to actually go through with it and all the depositions and all the the whole trial process and all the, everything leading up to the trial, you know, what you see with the trial is just the you know, tip of the iceberg. There's so much discovery involved in um, in, in going, going to a trial, in a lawsuit. So all of this should have been brought up then and it should have been settled out of court then. And then, yeah, maybe pay Johnny Depp, um, you know, in the settlement, in addition to the statement that Amber Heard would make. In addition to that, uh, you actually maybe pay for some of the some of the damages. Maybe that's $10, 15000000 million, whatever. And maybe it is more than what she'll end up paying Johnny Depp here. But she, what she paid for her attorneys, even those attorneys, <laughs> she probably paid one legal expert I, I saw um, said that Johnny Depp's attorneys were probably paid in the, in the ballpark of like 10 to $20 million. Um, and Amber's probably paid maybe in the lower end of that. But still, she had to pay all that money, go through this entire process. For what? And have the entire country hate you. If she would have just came out initially and just been like, yo, I got ahead of myself and I said some things that, 
just 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 were not right. Just not true. You know? She could have just nipped it in the butt initially and and not have to deal with all this. It just goes like to show you how um I, I guess deranged Amber Heard apparently is that she <laughs> insisted on going through with this ridiculous trial, even though she had no evidence and was apparently at least fab surely fabricating a lot of it and surely embellishing all of it. It really is surprising. Maybe it's some of her attorneys. I don't know. Maybe her attorneys were like, hey, if it goes to trial, we get to be famous and we get more money. And, you know, if this gets settled, we'll probably only get a few million dollars instead of getting $10 million. It could be something like that. But it's just unbelievable how this actually went to trial. It makes no sense. Um, she had no case. You don't go to trial when you have no case. You go to trial only when you, um, you know, uh, you, you have similar, you have a case where you can actually fight or you have nothing to lose, like maybe a murder trial or something like that. Um, where, hey, you know, you're either going to spend the rest of your life in jail or you're going to spend the life of your rest of your life in jail and maybe the death penalty. It's like, well, okay, I'll, I'll just go and try, go, go for the, you know, go, go in trial and just see if I can get a jury to buy it. I mean, th- that's what sometimes happens with a murder case. Not one of these. It's similar to like the art of war, right? Where when <laughs> you are equally matched, that's when you go to trial. That's when you actually battle. That's when you go to war. You don't go to war. You don't go to trial when you know you can get your ass kicked. <laughs> If you're making big accusations, you need to have big evidence to support the big accusations. You know, simply and merely saying, well, I said it, so you should believe me. That might be good for your mom, might be good for your dad, might even be good for your therapist, okay? But it's not good enough in a court of law. But if we go back to my last main channel video about borderline personality disorder, where we broke it all down and we showed that Amber Heard sure seems to have borderline personality disorder, that is very typical of a borderline, is to go even harder against the person that you fe- that they feel wronged them. And that's probably also why this ended up in trial, is because of her borderline. She felt so wronged by you know, this ending with Johnny Depp. So wronged that she wanted to get back at him by saying apparently untrue things about him. Since their perception is so abnormally skewed, their response is abnormally harsh to the outside observer. This is kind of what we're seeing, is that Amber Heard kind of dug herself a little bit of a hole. (laughs) And because Amber Heard is apparently borderline, she couldn't accept fault that what she put out there was not the truth and that she just got ahead of herself. So her only knee-jerk reaction was to just defend, defend, defend. And when you're defending something that's just really not true at all, and you have no real evidence to back it up, and you insist on defending, 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 and you go to court, and you're still defending something that's just not true, you're not going to have a good legal conclusion. Her apparent feelings of abandonment when they broke up caused her to... Um, amplify everything that was going on to try to get him back. And then because of also her borderline, she couldn't admit that what she did was wrong to retract any of that to just, okay, okay, I want to take it back. Because anyone else that maybe got ahead of themselves that weren't borderline wouldn't 
actually continue and go through to court and actually go to a legal conclusion where you have a jury um, that's going to rule on this and uh, decide the case. And she went to court with no evidence, really. And she tried to just fabricate stuff and throw things out there, try to make it seem like it was true and just throw as much, <laughs> much sob story out to the jury and hoping they're going to buy it. And a lot of it could have been done because she just couldn't admit fault because she has apparently quite severe borderline. Some of you commented on my main channel video and said, well, no, I'm borderline and I don't act like her. Okay. First, <laughs> there's different levels to this, okay? You know, uh, just because you're diagnosed with borderline doesn't mean it's very severe borderline. That's the first thing. There's also, as I said in the video, there's also comorbidities involved with borderline. That's very, very, very common, such as anxiety, antisocial personality disorder, and substance abuse. Those three are very common with borderline. So she can easily also have one of those too. Um, you know, I think we mentioned substance abuse in the video, but she can easily also have some antisocial personality disorder, such as psychopathy or sociopathy, that is causing her to act so outrageous here. I want to make that point. Not all borderlines are equal at all. One borderline in itself could have its own spectrum. And then within borderline, you are more likely to also have some of those comorbidities that cause the spectrum to greatly increase to even further levels. Therefore, not all borderlines act at all the same. It's because there's such a large spectrum of borderline and all the comorbidities that result in amplification of the borderline symptoms and mixtures of different uh, types of behavior within borderline that can hard, that's hard to really determine whether it's actual borderline or some of the other comorbidities that are acting within borderline, which can cause such a vast spectrum of borderline behavior. So now we all have legal proof, legal proof that Amber Heard is a liar. And even one of Amber Heard's best friends, Io. Io didn't show up in person for Amber Heard. No one was really showing for Amber Heard to say, hey, I stand with her on this, and she's apparently truthful on this because I saw this something like this happen, or I saw the repercussions, I saw this happen. No one was coming forward and saying that. Like, it was really just nobody. Even, like, one of Depp's, it was Ellen something. Um... Even one of Depp's former uh, girlfriends, one of his ex-girlfriends, came forward uh, and was one of Amber Heard's witnesses. And all she claimed is that Johnny Depp threw a bottle underhanded. <laughs> he threw a bottle of wine underhanded, uh, I don't know, at, at that something, and it went somewhere. It wasn't even at her. He just threw it underhanded. That was the only thing. And then the last day of trial, did you notice Amber Heard's hairstyle. That's one of her favorites. She was doing it a lot. It's called Heidi braids. I actually had to look it up. It's when you make braids and then you tie them around your head, kind of replicating and imitating um, a halo around your head. Trying to, of course, convey to the jury that she's so innocent with her little Heidi braids. She's like a innocent little angel, little girl. Whoa. <laughs> Nope. And Amber's claim was really it was a me and not a me too, you know? I mean, that that's also a major impact, you know, on the jury. Because 
when a jury sees that, okay, no one's coming forward here as this guy's an abuser. No one is. You're the only one that's claiming you're a me, and there's no me too. There's no two here. There's no one else. Then it says that after, you know, 50 plus years of this guy, right? I think she started dating him when he was about 50 years old. No one else is claiming this type of abuse. No other spouses, no other girlfriends, no other significant others are coming forward and saying, yeah, yeah, you know, he kind of did the same thing to me. Oh my gosh, you're right. I see. It's different when it's like a me too. <laughs> then you have more evidence. You have someone to back you up. You have something else. Amber had nothing. It was nothing. And throughout the trial, and this is what I mentioned in my last main channel video, Amber Heard was not accepting any fault for really anything, anything at all. It was all combative. It was all, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, that didn't happen. Like some things that were just clearly, obviously her, or she at least knew what happened or how that happened, such as the TMZ video of Johnny Depp slamming cabinets and getting all angry in the kitchen. That was leaked to TMZ. But who leaked it? It was on Amber Heard's iPad. <laughs> who would have access to that? Who would leak something like that? You know, it was clearly, everyone has an iPhone or Android. They know how this stuff works. It's on your phone. And the only way to leak something like that is to actually have the file, have access to your iTunes or um, internet account. It was apparently Amber. If it wasn't Amber, it was probably her assistant or someone really close to her that sent it to TMZ. Of course she knew it, but Amber insisted. I, I think it was uh, the last day of trial that she was on the stand, and she was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't I didn't send that, that, that video to TMZ. It wasn't me. It was like, well, obviously it was. Come on. Stop lying. And stuff like that really impacts a jury. If they feel like someone is lying about some little things, it makes them think, hey, you're probably also lying about some big things that are surely going to help your case. And it makes sense, right? If you're lying about the small things that don't mean anything, of course you're going to lie about the big things that are going to mean everything. Even if she, it wasn't her or she didn't know initially who it was, she would be able to find out and see who logged into her account and who maybe sent the email from one of her email accounts to send it to TMZ or to another account. Like, it's so easy to know. And she was surely behind it. She surely at least knew. But she just refused. She refused. She refused. <laughs> but like we talked about in my last main channel video, that's very common of a borderline. And with Amber Heard, I think she just needs to come out straight with it. You know, and be like, hey, this is what actually happened. Um, but I think if she does that, then she'll be prosecuted for perjury. <laughs> so so I guess maybe her best course of action at this point is just to uh, just let it go and just keep your mouth shut and just don't say stupid shit anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, because normally I would say you want to say the truth. But with her, it may actually turn into perjury. <laughs> so she may get her ass thrown in jail if she ends up doing that. So that may not be a good uh, course of action right there. Um, so just keep your mouth shut and just just, just stop it. Just, just shut up. <laughs>
some of you have been asking why I didn't do a Amber Heard body language read on this. A lot of other body language channels out there, you know, they're happy to go and tell you exactly what you want to hear, right? Exactly what you already know and just get the easy likes, easy views. I didn't want to do that. I just didn't want to do that, uh, especially with this type of case. You know, she was making some serious claims. Let her, let's hear her out. Let's let's hear what she has to say, right? Let's hear what she has to say. And let's see the evidence. If you're new to this podcast, you'll notice that we're much more fun and relaxed. The main channel is more about the more facts and more hard information for you to have. This is just more relaxed, more conversational. I call it conversational detail on current event topics. If you're not already subscribed to the Shake Podcast, give it a subscribe because we don't even miss out on new podcasts focused on psychology, body language, influence, behavior, criminology, investigations, and unsolved mysteries. Shake Podcast is everywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon. You can watch the show here on YouTube everywhere you get your podcasts. That's where you can find the podcast Shaked. That's what we got for you. See you at the top.